Try to adequately measure, mix, and cook some little knowledge ingredients and then deliver to them to you, the listener, in delectable cupcakes that make you go, yum, that was informative. Me and Pete haven't talked to each other like face-to-face <laughs> in a while. He wants to make me hate him. Yep. He wants to make me hate him as hard as I can. Delectable, like nuggets or whatever you said, it's all disgusting. I don't know if I said nuggets or not. But you I definitely well. thought nuggets, which means you're you reading well my mind said, over Skype. <laughs> you might as well have said nom noms. Ugh, I want to murder me and you. Some knowledge noms. <laughs> Shut up. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. We're not related, too. Yeah. No uh, involuntary connection here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pete, guys... If you're a loyal listener, you may have noticed I haven't been around for a while. Oh, yes. Please explain yourself. Yeah. I'm not going to explain. You might have heard a teaser a while ago that I was going <laughs> to tell you all something if it if it panned out badly. I'm not going to tell you. It panned out in a different type of badly. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be a bad where I could bitch about something. It turned like in a sad bad in a way that it's not appropriate to tell you. So just know that I was gone because I was very sad for a little while. Nobody died, but it is pretty bad. And then I got my wisdom tooth removed, and I had a speech impediment, and it hurt to talk. So that she, combination of things happened. I didn't even get to hear it, guys. It was, uh... It was Could you do uh, an impression of what you sounded like on uh, no. your wisdom teeth? <laughs> no, but there's something about, like, the speech impediment that, like... I was acting really weird for a long time after I was off codeine. Okay. And I concluded that I was equating the speech impediment with being on codeine. So as long as I have the speech impediment, I'm going to act like kind of weird because it still hasn't worn off. And my coworker's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know. For the next three months, she's going to be like, I have my wisdom teeth out. <laughs> Leave me alone. I have a doctor's note. So, yeah, I don't know. Um... So, yeah, how's your week, Pete? <clears throat> uh, my week has been very stressful, and I would like to pretend it never happened. How's your week? Really horrible, but <laughs> except I started watching um, American Horror Story, not the new one, because I was told that if I want to understand the new one, I have to watch at least Murder House and Coven, and I've seen Murder House. So I've jumped to Coven, and I just want to say I binged three episodes, and... Thoughts. I've never been more traumatized ever, not by the whole show, by watching Mayor Winningham. Do you know who that is? I think so. Is she the, She's the wait. really homely yeah. looking woman from St. Elmo's Fire in the 80s. Nope, no idea. <laughs> Google her. I need you to know who I'm talking about as we're talking about this. Because I was very disturbed that she... You saw Coven, right? I did, but I checked out halfway through. Okay. I've watched so, all of them a little bit. I'll spoil this because it's like in the second damn episode. But Evan Peters, yes. uh, he, he found out his mother was molesting him and having sex with him. 
And it was her. And I was like, no, I cannot handle Mayor Winningham <laughs> making out with her son. Like, I just can't. She's like, Mama knows how to treat you. And it's her. Did you see your face yet? Uh, I have to be honest. None of this is ringing a bell. But more importantly, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't see that woman being like dirty. I'd hit that mom. <laughs> what? Have you ever seen, have you seen, seen Almost Fire? I wanted to make a good joke. No. No. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I was really traumatized that, uh, she was molesting her son. And I was really traumatized that Gabri Sidibe saw a half man, half bull. I did, I do remember that. She started herself and was like, Yeah. You wanna love me? Yep. And I was like, Yeah. Never mind. And I was like, <laughs> uh, So it was like too much. I understand there's going to be craziness and depravity, but it's like too much at once. I can't even keep up with this. <laughs> but anyway, so that's how my week was. But that's how my week, that's how I liked American Horror Story. Well, since we're talking about shows up top, because I was going to save this for my plug at the end, it can still be my plug. No. I'm watching a chant. I'm watching. Listen, guys, this is my progression over my lifetime. I used to watch SVU reruns. And then I switched to watching sci-fi movies. And I watched sci-fi movies until they became better. And then I stopped watching them because I was like, this is stupid. I tune into this channel to watch trash. In fact, Marissa's brother uh, would try to talk about the good stuff on sci-fi with me. And I'd be like, Carlos, I don't watch that. I just watch the garbage <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah, it's true. Like the movie Sabretooth about a killer Sabretooth tiger. <laughs> and then when those shows started to get better... I switched to Lifetime. Now I watch Lifetime a lot. Lifetime just debuted a show um, on September 9th or 10th, I think. Whatever, it's Sunday nights. And the show is called You, which I think is very gutsy to call the show You. (laughs) And a selling point for me, Marissa, believe it or not, a selling point for me was from the producers of Riverdale. And I was like, well, I can't get into Riverdale, but let me try from the producers of Riverdale. Because it looks just as dumb. (laughs) I sit down, I start to watch this show, and I have to be honest, it's one of the most exciting TV shows I've seen in a very long time. Whatever. Because it's absurd as hell, and it's creepy, and it's just silly. It's got... So why don't you like Riverdale? I don't know, Marissa. I don't know. I think because it's too melodramatic. Whatever. But this is about a guy, a friendly, nice guy, who stalks... uh, a woman that he meets. Oh, at work. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. heard a good thing about that in Entertainment Magazine. Oh, good. Cause Which I get free. Yes, still. <laughs> I don't know why. So, speaking of entertainment. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about the uh, the icebreaker, but my hope is you have one. Oh, I'm going to my topic. I forgot what to do the icebreaker. Icebreaker. So, what is the icebreaker? I don't have one. Can I steal Manolo's? Okay, Manolo's. Oh, my God. Guys, I might have told you about Manolo before. Manolo Moreno, he's the co-host of... um, Dr. Game Show. Dr. Game Show. Have you seen... Did you see his selfie stick video on Instagram? Yes, I thought you would be aroused by that. (laughs) I'm hoping he doesn't. Listen to this. It made me want to bone him. I was like, you are so pretty. I love you so much. Comedian. It's not like a fandom. It's like he's really hot. Like if I saw someone, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Right. And then comedian Patty Harrison 
posted an Instagram story uh, with Joe Firestone in it, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Guys, uh, go to Instagram, look at at Manolo something, and the mustached man holding a selfie stick. I never like people with mustaches, but he or transcends. Or people with selfie sticks. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, yeah. What? Oh, okay. So he asked people on the show the other day, he said, what kind of ice cream flavor do you think you are, and what do you think you actually are? I think I'm vanilla. <laughs> I might be chocolate, which is like not vanilla, but still kind of dull. Okay. That was um, still a very boring answer. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. But what ice cream do I think I am? See, I'm going to go with my favorite ice cream, which might not make sense, but I hope it makes sense when I explain it. And I'm going to go with chocolate peanut butter, okay. which is chocolate ice cream with the peanut butter ribbons in it. And the yeah. reason that I like chocolate peanut butter is because you're eating chocolate, which is normal and good, but then you get a big old bite of peanut butter. I couldn't remember. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it makes you go like, oh, this is more than I expected. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think I'm the kitchen sink one for Ben and Jerry's where it has like a billion things. Because I think that everyone thinks I'm a mess. <laughs> and overwhelming to many i was thinking what are latino ice cream <laughs> uh butter pecan if you ever heard the song ice cream man by somebody they say call my butter pecan ricans oh, anyway that's not that's not okay you, i accepted it at the time uh butter pecan is disgusting but i'm actually like moose tracks because i am a mess but like i think people can appreciate this a controlled mess yeah yeah yeah, and like I overwhelm some people, but pussies. I overwhelm pussies. <laughs> Guys, uh, three men so far, three or four men so far in my life uh, have told me I'm overwhelming. If you think I'm overwhelming, call us at five seven zero one. And if you think I'm not overwhelming, DM me. Slide into my DMs. Yeah. Okay. On that note, speaking of sliding into my DMs, speaking of internet. Marissa's going to talk about something I have never heard of. And you might, person listening, might know exactly who this is. And you might be like, uh, this is old news. But one, it's new news to Pete. And two, I'm going to talk about where she, how far she came. So I told Pete I was going to talk about Cash Me Outside Girl. Pete, did you Google that at all? That was just listed on a shared spreadsheet. And I was <laughs> okay. like, what? So I Googled it. And YouTube videos came up, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to engage with this content. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you didn't watch it. Okay, so, Cash Me Outside Girl. That's not what she's called. Just that's how people knew her. She like, now, became a viral sensation. What, what are, you, are you saying? Cash or catch? Get there. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, then. <laughs> so, Cash Me Outside Girl's real name is Danielle Brigoli. She was born in Danielle Brigoli. She was born in 2003 to Barbara Ann and her now estranged father. Uh, she grew up in suburban America, and apparently, the <laughs> boredom of suburbia <laughs> drove her to start hot, hot wiring cars and sell drugs when she was just a kid. Because I think now she's 15. Because uh, that was a way to kill time. That's cool. I'm going to be talking about a 15-year-old, too, which makes All this right. a really weird podcast. <laughs> but when it happened, this was... Shit. 
Sorry if you heard that. When this happened, she was, oops, I think just 12. 12. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, so she led herself down a troubled, dangerous path, and her mother began to fear her. So in 2016, her mother brought her on to the Dr. Phil show. All right. And it was a show focused on bad behavior. She, her mother, Barbara Ann, was a single parent, and she had grown tired of Danielle's attitude. And so they were on the episode, I want to give up my car-stealing, knife-wielding, <laughs> twerking 13-year-old, I'm sorry, 13, who tried to frame me for a crime. So. How many other people were on the show? I don't know. I don't watch <laughs> They're like, there's like 10 of them. <laughs> so I'm just going to play the piece of dialogue that she is famous for. Hopefully you can see it. See it. Hear it. Give me a second. So basically, you know, they're talking about how she's so bad and she like hits her mom and everyone's like, oh, whatever. And then she's like, whatever, bitches. Like, stop criticizing me. And then she says this stuff. Because you're too streetwise? Yup. And all these hoes laughing like so funny. She's talking about the audience. Like the laughing at her. Did did you say the 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 hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yep. Why are they clapping? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside. What so if that? you caught that, she said, "Catch me outside. How about that?" Yeah. He said, catch me outside, and let me continue. Okay. Oh, good. All right. What I just said. Catch her outside, and she'll go outside and do what she has to do. Like, kick some ass. That's what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is all, yeah. this is all, but don't you see that this is all mouth. This is mouth. Oh, so you want to take this outside? Because I think they can bring cameras outside. Really? Because I think I flipped you. You want to do it again? Anyway, so that was that. So everyone became obsessed okay. with. Wait. What? When she said she flipped her, does that mean like on on like the facts, like on truth? No, I think her. Or does she mean that they previously fought? Okay. Yeah, I think. And the I mom think won. Fought. Okay. Yeah, because then the daughter goes try it again and stands up and she's like sit down. It's obnoxious. <laughs> so yeah, everyone became obsessed with cash me outside. How about that? And on the internet, it was spelled cash like C A S H, me outside. How about that? That one word. How about yeah. how about that? Yeah. How about that? How? Like B O W D A H. Yeah. How about that? Catch me and say how about that. So most people who become famous for like <laughs> ridiculous like that, you know, they'll be a meme for a little while. Maybe they'll try to go on a talk show again. Maybe there'll be an interview. And that happened. I read some interviews about her, and she had a very high opinion of herself. But then the whole reason why this brings up was because I was just looking at the Internet, and I was like, ew, why are we still talking about that girl? Wait, what? That's not her name. So. I'm sorry. Danielle Danielle Bregoli. I'll get to what the name is. Danielle Bregoli. Danielle Bregoli transformation into a rapper was an idea proposed by her manager scooter brown no 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 scooter brown-esque star maker adam kluger i almost said her 
Oh, I'm sorry. Who is Scooter Braun? Should I know who I that is? I don't know. I didn't mean to read that but part he's, of this. But he's like that guy. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Whoever know Whoever that is. is. So Next episode, guys. Y'all heard about Scooter, whatever yeah, his name is. I didn't mean to say that. Come on. Um, so apparently she just happened to be hanging out at a music studio, which I've read multiple interviews. And yeah, apparently she was just there. And she was like, I can do better than that. And decided to jump on a beat and spit some shit her at her manager heard her natural flow and was like let's go with that now her rapper name is bad b-h-a-d b-h-a-b-i-e i thought it was bad bobby but i talked to someone today and they said it was bad baby bad baby i don't care enough to look at which one because i wanted to be a Playoff of Barbie, but okay. baby, I, I feel like gross. yeah, yeah, is disgusting. Well, how old is she now? Like sixteen, seventeen? No, I think she's two thousand three, fifteen. Right. So then we should we should go with baby instead of yeah, Barbie. Yeah, it's gross. Okay. <laughs> I like that though. Bad, ha! I'm bad, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the reason why I want to talk about this one day I was looking at it, it was like. Bad Bobby is uh, one of the Billboard hit rappers. And I was like, I don't even like... <laughs> this is because no rapper cares about Billboard. But yeah, no. okay. So, when she was 14 years old, so like a year after her debut, she released two independently released tracks, and that's all it took because both of those tracks <laughs> charted on the Billboard 100. And after those two independently released tracks, she got picked up by Atlantic Records. So, let's play one of her first songs. One of her first songs was, Hi, Bitch, What You Know. <laughs> so, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. I hate this song a lot. It feels like I might like it. It's really bad. Oh, my God, Ronnie. Why Jays? Why Porsche? Why Grace? Why Horse? Hi, Bitch. Hi, Bitch. Hi, Bitch. Hi, Bitch. I do not sniff in the rolling. Nope. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> I love the balls of just repeating "hi bitch" like four times in a row. <laughs> I'm gonna start every meeting that I have to go to that way from hi, now bitch. on. Hi bitch. All the way around the table to everybody who's in the room. <laughs> Her first two hits were "hi bitch" and the other one was "these hoes," but it's spelled H-E-A-U-X. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that. Guys, um, French keeps coming up. <laughs> yes. These hooks. <laughs> yeah. Uh so that's great. Um also I wanna say I don't like this new rap trend to go I don't like it. I think it's really annoying. Marissa, do you listen to Spotify? Yes. I listen to Spotify for free at work a lot. Okay. And lately, they've been having commercials for Chef Boyardee. Have you heard these? <gasps> I didn't even know that. So is this Did No Tell Me? Chef Boyardee commercials curated by Lil Yachty. Oh, yeah. And there's this big, booming backtrack. But he goes, Chef Boyardee, start the party. Oh, <laughs> and they man. just repeat it over That's and over beautiful. again. 
And I'm just, and this reminds me of that. It just seems like rap has gotten so lazy. And like, it used to be lazy, but faster. <laughs> but now it's just like. Yeah. Well, funny you mentioned Lil Yachty. Because this summer, this past summer, she scored gold <laughs> status for her single Gucci Flip Flops with rapper Lil Yachty. I will play a moment of Gucci Flip Flops after I tell you that. At this year's Billboard Music Awards, there were only three names up for top female artists. Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, and Bad Baby Bobby. <laughs> really? I like, I like Bad Baby Bobby better. <laughs> <laughs> so, let us hear a bit of the Lil Yachty song, Not Gonna Lie. Kind of like this one. <laughs> and the video is kind of fun. If you want to hear Bad Bobby Baby... Listen to Gucci flip flops. It's not great, but it's the most tolerable. Gucci flip flops, fucking hit your bitch in massage. This a big white diamond stripping off for the clock. Two to six out, one time dropping the socks. Give it to they put this. Gucci flip flops, make it kick rocks. It's a big clock. I just gotta say, I don't think it's cool at all to have kids under 18 like acting thug and cursing unless i yeah. know we have proof that they are legit like like gangsta but like little little suburban girl like cursing and being like my pussy it's like disgusting side note for the podcast um am i cleaning any of this up or are we just letting it all go up to you <laughs> i'll just keep bleeping the f word Okay, yeah, maybe just, that, yeah. Just the F word. Everything else is open. She's sold out an upcoming tour and is prepping to release her first mixtape shortly. And she has worked with many of the same rappers that Yeezy and Migos run with. And like I said, she works with little Lil Yachty. Now, my final piece to tell you, which I find tacky as hell, is in September of this year... You know, okay, do you know when you get a magazine and sometimes there's a wrap wrapped around the magazine that's an ad that it's not the actual cover? Oh, yeah? Yeah. She has a paid advertisement wrap of herself Uh on the upcoming issue of Billboard magazine. Oh, thank God. I thought it was like Playboy or something. No, 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 no. It's (laughs) Billboard. And the wrapper tells uh, people that she bought the cover to tell these effing old hip-hop people that she's in the rap game for good. And while she will not fully, she will not come right out and say how much the ad cost, it is, uh, people who wrote the article guessed that it may have cost around 50, 40, I'm sorry, $45,000. I don't know. Yeah. So, how much money could this whole have? Could this H-E-A-U-X have? <laughs> so yeah, Pete, I just wanted to let you know how a viral sensation turned into one of the three nominated rap people of the, rap people really Marissa <laughs> rap artists of the year. There, are, there I that, know there are better people. I hate to be so categorical, but was that like female rap artist of the year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. It'd be yeah. real weird if it was just those three ladies. Yeah, that'd be very weird. <laughs> and no guys, that'd be great. That'd be yeah. a great Me Too movement. <laughs> what you got for us? Well, oh, it's funny. Oh, I remember what you got for us. I don't like what he has for us. I just want to let you know. 
it's it's funny that you happen to talk about a 15 year old because I am also going to talk about a 15 year old. I was just listening to a podcast before us, and they were saying that she seems 95, and I don't really know why. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to talk about only sort of Millie Bobby Brown, the 15 year old actress who plays Eleven on Stranger Things. Marissa, what's your opinion of Millie Bobby Brown? You don't like her. I don't hate her, but she's totally overrated, and Eleven is one of the most annoying characters in Stranger Things. Right. She's a good actress, but she's a very annoying character, and everyone is <laughs> apeshit over her, and it's so annoying. And I think it's just because, like, she's, yeah, like, there's just something about the character that, like, people relate to for some reason. Maybe it's... What are they relate? Telekinetic? Maybe it's egos. Maybe it's being an outsider, oh, something like that. But the whole thing with Stranger Things is that everybody in the group is an outsider. So I don't know. It's real weird. I can't exactly explain either. But I think what seems to have happened is that people found her character interesting, and then when they went to find out more about the person portraying the character, they found out that she wasn't like a total like scumbag and maybe that's all people need anymore she's barely old enough to be a scumbag right so but i wanted to talk about her because her situation right now reminds me about how shitty people are and how easy technology how easily technology helps perpetuate shitty people yeah okay Um, like we got a president out of shitty technology and we also lost millie bobby brown because she quit twitter oh we in- lost her. Uh, <laughs> I never followed her uh, because oh, I said she's a racist thing. I am a 35 year old man and I don't follow 14 year old girls on Twitter. So in July, Millie Bobby Brown quit Twitter because people were trolling her with a hashtag called bring down Millie Bobby Brown, which is Valid. so, so, so close to rhyming. I don't know why they didn't just make it rhyme. You got down, you got brown. Like, you could have made this work. Um, What I would like to sort of talk about is that people, first of all, nobody should be following a 15-year-old anyway, unless you're 15 years old. I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far, despite (laughs) not liking her. Okay, like Malala. She's uh, <laughs> she's a kid too. Maybe you want to follow her because she's yeah. Peaceful. Okay, let's all follow Malala, guys. Right now, hashtag follow Malala. All... <laughs> okay, continue. Like, but for all intents and purposes, it seemed like she was doing a good job of being a celebrity kid because we've seen a lot of celebrity kids over the years. She was like... being a little too sexy with her boyfriend. Right. Well, was when a... was that? Recently, it's Valentine's Recently. Day. But I'm talking about like since the start of Stranger Things. So, oh, okay. she but but she also even if she was acting a little sexy with her boyfriend, she didn't say any dumb stuff. She wasn't like a you know over the top crazy person or anything like that. And she wasn't making a fool out of herself, unless yeah. you want to consider the sexy things with the boyfriend making a fool out of yourself. But you know we've all been there. Um, everybody, um, no. every single day makes a fool out of themselves. <laughs> we have that president that I mentioned before who makes Truth. a fool out of himself on a daily basis. Truth. Now. One thing that we get out of social media is the illusion that we know somebody. Like, we see the thoughts that they're putting out there on Twitter. We see the pictures that they're taking on Instagram, all that kind of stuff. And sometimes it creates a level of familiarity that isn't real. Like, people are like, oh, I know this person. Yeah. So there are a lot of people out there who are opposed to this bring down Millie Bobby Brown uh, trend. Who are saying... I mean, yeah, because it's me, but... 
But no, no, no. They're saying she's such a nice person. Why would you ever do this to her? Oh, well, no. But okay. they don't know her either. They just know the appearances on Ellen or, yeah. you know, like the Instagram videos or something like that. But, you know, we're all people. None of us are perfect. None of us are great all the time. We At all any have point, our ups. we all deserve to be taken down on Twitter. <laughs> we all have our ups. We all have our downs. Um, but, like... There's no evidence that she is as bad as people made her feel in order to make her quit Twitter. Yeah, that is mean. Twitter is the closest mainstream social media uh, to Reddit, if you don't consider Reddit mainstream social media, which it kind of is. But it seems like it's poorly patrolled, right? Like there's yeah. a lot of racism and other garbage on there. Um, and that's on any social platform, just like it is in society. But it seems to me like Twitter doesn't aim to stop it. Again, that president that I mentioned a couple yeah, times already. Yeah, if they stop it, he would definitely not be allowed to keep doing that. Now, you might stop and go, Pete, you're talking about something that happened over the summer. What about Alex Jones, which just happened? Alex Jones was spewing hate through InfoWars for years before anybody yeah. took any action against him. So I don't really want to hear that as a sort of counterpoint because it doesn't seem very good. And also, Twitter only reacted after every other social media platform and, and other technology platforms were like, we're done with this guy. So, you know, um, and, and I also just felt like making the point that, again, he's been going for so long that when Marissa and I would roam around on foot or in the car in Wilkes-Barre, I would remember seeing InfoWars stickers and not knowing what it was. Oh, um, I don't remember that. And then one day I Googled it and I was like, I'm not interested in this. <laughs> but... Um, Here's the thing. That's Alex Jones. He had years of experience behind him. He had built a fan base over an extended amount of time. There's this girl out on Twitter, some dumb-looking blonde chick, who is called Kels Fiona. That's her handle okay. on Twitter. It has since been deactivated, so there's no real reason to look at it. But if you Google it, you can find screenshots of what I'm about to talk about. Okay. She just sat down or stood up. <laughs> at Twitter one day and she decided that she was going to put up a post and I guess she thought it was funny. It was certainly unexpected that the post blew up because she's nobody. Okay. Uh, but since the climate was so ripe for unregulated just lies about people, it's no surprise uh, that she wrote it. In the tweet, she says, she saw Millie Bobby Brown at an airport, asked her for a photo and that Brown insisted that the girl remove her hijab. The girl refused to remove her hijab, and Millie Bobby Brown ripped it off of her head, what? Oh my stomped God, on so it. stupid. That is so real. <laughs> exactly. I was like, even Lindsay Lohan on her worst day <laughs> is doing shit like that. That's stupid. So here's the thing. Immediately people responded, uh, you're some blonde white girl, which... You know, okay, you can still be a blonde white girl and yeah. wear a hijab. But they're like, you don't have a hijab in your profile picture, so why would you be wearing a hijab in an airport? Yeah. And the girl posted a picture of herself in a hijab, but it was such an awfully done Photoshop job. Oh. <laughs> um, it's very, very bad. Okay. So what seemed to spring from this action is a barrage of fake pictures where people put text over images or they create fake text messages or tweets by Millie Bobby Brown. Were they obviously fake? 
they have all these terrible, terrible things. Things that I'm not even willing to say on the podcast as examples. What right? do you mean? They're too racist, heinous? Racist things, oh. homophobic things, general anti-faith things, all these things. And they all attribute to them to Millie Bobby Brown. That's really bizarre. That's like too much. She quit Twitter in July, I think, or June. I'm sorry, guys. The one thing I should know. But September 2nd and 10th, there are still people using the hashtag take down Millie Bobby Brown. Really? Here's an example. Exactly. One guy said what they did after a period of time is they started to come up with different names besides Millie Bobby Brown, but they still use the hashtag take down Millie Bobby Brown. So this guy says, Moldy Bready Brown. Stole my copy of hashtag Spider-Man PS4 and told me to go back to Islam. I've never felt so ashamed. Okay, that's... What? What's funny about it is that it's nonsense. What's funny about it is that this this dumbass wrote it. Yeah. Unless I'm wrong, Marissa, and I am open to hearing your side of this. Here's another one. Like, if I think she really did it? No, if you think it's funny. Yeah, I think it's funny because it's absurd. The, no, that specific thing you told me. The movement is mean because she's very young and vulnerable. But I do find someone saying a celebrity stole my Spider-Man right, PS2 right, game and right. then said F is. I think that's funny because it's so stupid. I was sleeping in my room when Millie Bobby Brown walked in and pushed me off my bed. I fell to the floor. She then, she then spat on me and said, go to hell, you fat pig. I am so ashamed. To have admired her before, this is outrageous. Not kind of funny, I'm sorry. Again, the content is not funny. The absurdity is funny to me. The content is really lazy. Very lazy. I was at the salon waiting to get my eye... Now, there is part of this that I find very funny. Okay. I was at the salon waiting to get my eyebrows done when all of a sudden, Mildred Bertha Butter shot my... (laughs) shot my stylist with a deadly Nerf gun and then proceeded to give me large, ugly sperm eyebrows while farting in my hair. Yeah, I'm like, you're making me like it. I did it. Now you're making... If these weren't about a real person, I would think that it's funny, but it's about a real person. If this was like... Or maybe funny was about an older person that knows to overlook Like Tom things. Hanks. But yeah, that's too young. She doesn't know how to not take these things personally. So this is the thing. I'll, I'll read you the last one that I have. Oh my god, I was re-watching Stranger Things season... This is actually more... Uh, this is closer to a lot of the main... Like the mainstream ones that I don't really feel comfortable talking about. OMG, I was just re-watching Stranger Things season 2 and all of a sudden, Millie Bobby Brown jumped out of the screen and called me a dumb homo and used telekinesis oh. to throw me at the ceiling. I had to go to the hospital. Such a horrible thing. She's not funny. But it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Right. So, I get what you're saying. You're saying, this would be funny if it was attributed to it like an adult or somebody who can process this a little bit better. Um, if this was like, hashtag bring down Mr. Rogers, that'd be weird. Oh my god, I was thinking Mr. Rogers. Did you do this or like, mine? Mine? Or like, or again, like Tom Hanks, something like that. Yeah. Um, but again, you're attacking a teenage girl yeah, when, that's you're, me. when you're sort of doing this. Here's the thing that I think. There's a lot of people who love and a lot of people who don't love Taylor Swift. Why? I was just going to say there are a shit? lot of people who love and a lot of people who don't who love. Who don't love, period. Yep. <laughs> That's a different truth. That'd be very heavy. But, like, why did they pick Millie Bobby Brown instead of somebody like Taylor Swift? And yeah, I can't oh, find man, an I answer. I wish it was Taylor Swift because I do not like her. 
except again that she seems well liked enough amongst audiences and people feel like they have to take her down just for some reason but, yeah, I guess. The bar to be liked by the public is very, very low. You just have to not make a fool out of yourself. Or you have to make a fool out of yourself so much that people start but to like that. But not like you. You don't even need to do anything. They just need to be bored. Right, exactly. And I'm so glad that you said that because my guess is that she's targeted because of circumstance. The timing is right that she's like an, an it kid celebrity of this time. Twitter, full of hate and everything like that. And, and all sorts of other hot issues and everything like that. She just happens to be the, the person that came along at the wrong time. And so everybody is just dumping all of this stuff on her. Yeah, and, I got to say so. And yeah, it just seems like a perfect storm of hating on this particular kid. Now, Marissa, to answer your question from before, no. Nobody believes. Here's the thing. I should put a big asterisk here. Nobody believes any of these things are true. I don't know that nobody does. Right. Vox.com did a big piece, um, which I sort of summarized here. Um, but basically, they're alleging that no one who reads the posts thinks that they're true. Okay. But I also want to point out that Vox calls this a meme, which I don't really like that's because I don't a, know what a meme, a meme is anymore. And regardless of the definition, I hate memes. Now. Yeah. I could imagine that somebody would look at this and go, the story that I wrote is so obviously fake. What idiot on the internet would believe what I said? A whole bunch. Right. Again, the president got elected because he lied to people. (laughs) Now, the truth is, you're right. Some idiots will believe what they read online. The article even flatly says, which is not a pun. I'll get to the pun, to the joke. Engaging with ironic humor over and over again begins to make people question what they believe in. They cited a story about flat earthers and how people were making jokes about how the earth was flat. And then more people started to come to the surface and say, yeah, you're absolutely right. The earth is flat. I can't believe that everybody says it's round all the time. Oof. And then the people making the jokes were like, whoa, whoa, we're just kidding. <laughs> but the people were like, no, no. It's true. The Earth is flat. (laughs) Uh, They also cite how Pepe the Frog started out as an ironic joke about what it's like to be an awkward frog. Then it turned into an ironically, air quote, ironically anti-Semitic frog. And then it became the mascot for the alt-right. So I feel like there's enough behind this to say that this is a very mean thing that you shouldn't do to kids. I agree. Um, But yeah, the... The other part of it, to me anyway, is that the trolls would go through a lot of trouble to make the things that they were working with, whether they were text messages or what they would do is they would take, say, a screenshot uh, from a movie or a show that she was in and change the subtitles to make it actually look like something that she was saying, different things like that. See, okay, um, I just want to say, I, I agree 100%. I don't think this is okay. But, man, I love when people put so much effort into something that doesn't right. matter. But you put all you put all this effort in so that you Love can it. say at the end, "Oh, I was just kidding." Like I spent an hour photoshopping this thing so it looks real. I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah. Like what you're trying to do is make something that looks real, and if you're trying to make something that looks authentic. Now, I saw one of Millie Bobby Brown today. It's just a big picture. It's like sort of like from about like the middle of the chest up, and somebody used like a Microsoft Paint style thing to put a Nazi armband on her arm and oh, just draw in, draw in draw in a little a little uh, Hitler mustache. 
It was so poorly done that you look at that and you go, that's mean, but I also know it's not real because it's so poorly done. There are people out there trying to make it look like trying to make it pass as real and convincing. And so to those people, I say your piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. The point is from this article and that I found most interesting about this is that each time you you sort of put something in front of somebody that's a lie and you sort of trick them, even if it's momentarily into believing that it's real, you sort of fracture their confidence in what they believe and what they know is reality and truth. And again, that's how we ended up in the state that we're in in America right now, politically and culturally. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of crazy. And I just wanted to use Millie Bobby Brown to say, please vote. And <laughs> your elections. <laughs> I like that. I like but, that. But um, again, the article asks these questions of uh, whether doing something like this counts as bullying. And quite honestly, when I look at it, I say you are creating lies and you're saying somebody did something that they never did. And all the things that you're saying that they did are bad. Yeah, you're bullying. Who's bullying? You're when, bullying. Uh, what would be the question? Who's questioning that? <laughs> Because a lot of people are saying, this is a joke. It's obviously a joke. We know that she would never do any of these things. It's just hilarious to write them and read them. Okay. Yeah, guys, for just for the future, if you're just don't do a joke on not children. Right. Yeah. Like, punch up. That's the way, that's like the old standby. Just hit hit somebody who can take it and needs to be hit maybe and again maybe kids think that Millie Bobby Brown needs to be hit because she's she you know has this great life and this you know talent or whatever uh and they feel like they should kind of go after her because they don't have those things which you know is again the thing that they tell you when you get bullied in school they're just jealous of you <laughs> so yeah um but who knows you know i just think i just thought this was like a really troubling thing and the fact that i agree the internet really got to a person in like you know in that situation and they still talk about her in the media they had uh articles like within the past month about how she broke up with her boyfriend and a lot of people out there are like who gives a shit it's a 14 it's like two 15 year olds i don't care if they broke up it's not my you know and that's normal people (laughs) yeah 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 but also i think like a 14 15 year old kid wants to hear what other people their age are going through and so maybe it's important to them but also that's not the experience that most 15 year olds are going through so maybe it's like bobby browns no absolutely not right moral story guys be nice yeah just be nice to people you should uh we should create the hashtag bring up millie bobby brown and we should just make up lies about all the great things that she's doing yeah. Like, yeah. she saved a bus that was full of cute, cuddly rabbits mm-hmm. from going off a cliff. Yeah. She snuck into my room at night, and I had fallen off the bed, and she put me back on the bed. <laughs> and she yeah. whispered in my ear, it's okay to be homo. <laughs> and someone, I'm just building off of the one that we read. <laughs> yeah. She put on a hijab with me. There you go, right? See? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. To me, that would be just as fun, if not more fun, because it's so easy Anything to come up with horrible things. <laughs> Anything is fun, so you don't even need to go dark. Right. Yeah. Anyway, guys, that's it. I'm done. Millie Bobby Brown. Don't go on <laughs> Twitter too. and be nice to her because she's not there. She quit. Yep. 
She's still on Instagram, though, if you uh, are a fan of hers. I don't follow her. Don't tell them, Pete. Now they're going to go take her down. <laughs> now they're going to destroy her. They thought she was out. Marissa, do you have any, any questions, anything insightful to bring? Thank you. Me? That was less intolerable than I thought it was going to be because I hate her. No, I don't. You know what? You told me that I don't hate her. She's an innocent young woman. I um I think I feel the same way as you. Where <laughs> I think I feel the same way as you, which is just like the way that we felt about Tom Hanks. As I cut the clips episode, I listened to a lot of things. So I'm going to bring back a lot of things that Marissa is not going to remember at all. But when we talked about Tom Hanks, we were both like, we don't love him, but we also don't hate him. Like yeah. he's just out there, and neither one of us feel like we have to like check in on the latest Tom Hanks news or anything like that. No, he's a guy do, out like, there. A lot of like, people, oh. yeah, a lot of people like him. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Plugs. So, Marissa, do you have anything interesting to plug this week? Guys, I've talked about my eating thing so long. I was going to start at the end of August, but then my wisdom teeth came out. The moment they heal, I promise I'm going to start. Um, because as we learned in the... <laughs> I'm going to do this all the time, and I hope that you hate it, Marissa. As we learned in the um, in the one episode, you can't like social eat with something soft like fettuccine. So Marissa's yeah. teeth are messed up. She can't be eating soft things and doing social eating. She can't social eat. Oh my eat, god! People like, eating fettuccine miso are so soup. Gross. <laughs> so gross. Um. Yeah. So I'm waiting, and but hopefully soon. And um. That's it. Follow me at Wrist Vandal on Instagram. I've been going to conventions and I'm posting lots of ridiculous things. Yes, and if lots you of don't think things. I'm overwhelming, feel free to slide into my DMs. If you think I'm overwhelming, call us at 570 Yeah. And just kind of and leave us a nice die. little message. Oh, okay. <laughs> leave us a nice little message <laughs> and then die. Oops. I think I, I, I had something else that came to mind, but I forget what it was. So I'm just going to go back to that show you um, <sighs> on Lifetime. I'm going to fart. I was, I, are we going to wait to oh, see I if farted. I'm farted. Uh, hoping the it, mics would have picked it up. It was quiet. <laughs> My father, when he was little, used to tell me that silent farts were called pew-pews. Pew-pew? Mm-hmm. Like pew pew, or like pew, but little pew pews. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been another great episode, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Um, again, y'all heard dot me. Tell all your friends. Send them our clip show, and that way they can get a flavor, a little taste for what we're into, and then they can get pick a little up, taste of our nuggets. They can pick up with year two, which we're going into now. Again, thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah, you know, thanks for uh, giving us a shot for that first year. And, Thank you, Juan. Uh, the only person that I think has consistently listened forever. Hey, don't forget Kathy and Ann. <laughs> Kathy and Mike, you've been listening, too. Yes. Juan gives us, like, summaries. Like, yeah. I love when you did this. I learned this about this. And I'm like, Juan actually gets paid. Juan gets paid to write summaries of our show for <laughs> entertainment website. <laughs> yep, I like it. I love Thanks, it. Juan. Hell did I just say? All right, everybody, that's the show. Bye. <laughs>
Pete, do you know if wool is warm? Do I know if wool is warm? Yeah. I think it is. Hi. Hi.